You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Coming up, we'll talk to the actor Kevin James. He portrays uh, Sean Payton in a movie that comes out tomorrow on Netflix called Home Team. This is when Sean got suspended and then coached his son's uh, sixth grade team. And we'll talk to Sean Payton in about 20 minutes from now. We got some coaching news. Dan Quinn has informed teams he's staying with the Cowboys. Boy, six teams requested head coaching interviews with Dan Quinn. Decided that he wanted to stay in Dallas, try to win a Super Bowl. This according to Tom Pelissero, who also reported earlier today. The Broncos found their head coach. He is the former Packers offensive coordinator, Nathaniel Hackett. Byron Leftwich, maybe on his way to Jacksonville to become the Jags' new head coach. The Bears have hired the former Colts defensive coordinator, Matt Eberflus, as their head coach. There was talk of Brian Flores or Dan Quinn going there, but uh, the Bears have found their head coach, so I can take the Bears off the list. Dolphins, Giants, Jags, Raiders, Saints, Texans, and Vikings looking for uh, head coaches. I I can't imagine an off-season like this where you had this many coaching vacancies. And there still could be a possibility that Dallas does something with uh, Sean Payton. 877-3DP-SHOW, email address dp at danpatrick.com, Twitter handle at dpshow. Yes, Paul? Are you shocked that Dan Quinn is staying in Dallas when he seemed to be the lead dog for multiple jobs? Well, I was told that he was the leading candidate in Denver. And then I think he was going to have another interview with the Bears and decided to turn that down unless he had that second interview. But I don't know. That's that's surprising because what he did to turn around one of the worst defenses in recent memory in NFL history, like, are you going to be hotter than you are right now with what you've done and getting another chance to be a head coach? Yes. Yes, Todd. Quick poll updates from the second hour. Which team should trade slash pay whatever it takes to obtain? Broncos with Aaron Rodgers, 55%. Cowboys with Sean Payton, 45%. How about we change it up? Final hour poll question. What would be more surprising this weekend? The Bengals beat the Chiefs. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo plays well and the Niners win. Let's do it. All right, we'll do that. 877-3DP-SHOW, email address dp at danpatrick.com, Twitter handle at dpshow. We'll get to phone calls coming up. Kevin James, we spoke to him on Monday, so I did not ask him about Sean Payton stepping down as the Saints head coach because that just happened. But uh, as I mentioned, the movie, it's called Home Team. It'll be released on Netflix tomorrow. Two years after winning the Super Bowl, Sean Payton gets suspended Goes back to his hometown, finds himself reconnecting with his 12-year-old son by coaching his Pop Warner football team. But we started out the interview where I asked him about going to high school, same high school, with the WWE legend Mick Foley. Yeah. The WWE Hall of Famer. He was the uh, heavyweight on our team, and he had no one to practice with. And I was a running back on our team, and I was a pretty big kid uh, uh, back then. I was in good shape, and uh, they needed another heavyweight. So they they brought me over to wrestle with Mick. And uh, I had never wrestled before, but uh, he, he's such a sweet kid. I, I knew him, and uh, he's such a great guy. And uh, I got to wrestle with him and train with him and, and kind of – Worked through the season with him. And I wrestled one year. That was it. But when did you realize that that Mick Foley had become that Mick Foley with WWE? Just now. I'm putting it together <laughs> right now. Just uh, 
<laughs> as you're saying, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is all yeah. adding up now. What is? Wow. Wow. That's... Uh, yeah. I mean, I knew he was a he was a he was a nutbag back in the day. He would he was. I remember him jumping off his roof into boxes, and he was always into that crazy stuff. And didn't seem like that. It fought like his personality. He's a very sweet guy, but he was just a, a a nut. He would he would he would do anything. He would eat stuff, and you didn't even want to get into it. It was just a he was a crazy. Uh, sweet heart of a guy, which uh, again, weird combo, you know, when I don't know how this works, that if you hear there's a movie about Sean Payton or somebody comes to you and says, we think you look like Sean Payton or could play that role. No, no. Sandler, Sandler came to me and sent the script and said, Hey, listen, buddy, I got an idea that I think could be a really cool sports movie. Uh, what do you think about this? And then he sent me the script and I, I once he pitched it to me, about Sean Payton and, and the story was about him going back to coach his 12 year old son. I was, I was in a hundred percent. I mean, I loved it. I loved the idea of it all. And uh, yeah, I mean, it was like, it was a no brainer, you know, how do you fall into that coach uh, persona? Do you, are you drawing yeah. off other coaches? Uh, famous coaches? You just go, you just kind of go with what, no, I didn't want to do that, but I just, you, you, you start with what you think a coach is going to be and this guy and a motivator and a, let's go. And then uh, when I got to meet Sean and talk to him and uh, try to find out what he's about and what he does specifically different than every, you know, than, than other coaches, it, it, that that's the hardest thing. Cause there's a lot of great coaches that are just motivating and do different things. And, but he's a, he's a fun guy, man. He really is. And uh, the, the most difficult thing for me with, with Sean was the, the accent because He's from California, but like he, he sounds a little Texas. There's like everything in there. And he had admitted it. I'm like, because I go, I'm having a tough time getting you down. And he said, uh, yeah, because he goes, I, I, I switch it up. The movie is Home Team. We're talking to Kevin James. He portrays Sean Payton. This is two years after the Super Bowl win when he was uh, suspended. Do you remember first late night appearance? As a Mine? Stand up? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, as, as doing stand up or doing like sit down with, uh, you know, in the Tonight Show. I remember Tonight Show was just it was misery for me. You know, I was so scared. I, yeah, I remember that one. How old were you? Uh, whew, I was I started stand up at 24 or something, 23. I, I was probably 26, maybe something a few years later. Uh and it was, I was just frightened. I remember I had gotten to Tonight Show. I was in California. Uh, and there was an opening and we wanted to, you know, you, and a comedian works for the tonight show his whole career. That's what you're working for. That was the big benchmark. And I got it. And my, my, uh, manager called me, uh, and said, you got it. And, uh, I got panicked. I was like, he's like, it's this week. And I'm like, well, I'm not ready yet. So he's like, what are you talking about? We're out here. We're ready to do it. You've been doing stand up your whole life. You know, you know, you're starting to do it. I go, well, I'm just not ready yet because it's live. It's that whole that live with the camera and stuff like that. I don't want to do it. And I got panicked and he goes, I go, can you cancel? Tell them I can't do it. You know? And, and he goes, you, you want to cancel and let them know you don't want to do it. You've been working for this. Whole year. <laughs> so I said, he convinced me to actually do it. And then uh, I, he goes, just go practice your set. So I went around town. I went to Igby's. This was a comedy club back in the day, the improv, all these clubs and, and practice my set. And it was the night before the tonight show and I, I, I did great in front of the audience, but I said, I'm still panicked. I'm, I'm afraid. And he's like, what are you afraid you're going to do? So I remember we were up at night, me and Jeff Sussman, my manager, up at, at, at 
like two o'clock in the morning and and he's like what are you still panicked about i was really having a panic attack he said i said i just i'm gonna forget my lines and it's a live show i don't want to do it so he started he literally was lighting things on fire and throwing them at me he goes do your act right now and he just started throwing <laughs> things at me like shoes and this and that and i was trying to evade that and and, and do my act i got no sleep that night i went to the tonight show it wasn't with johnny by the way it was with jay leno at the time I didn't make it when Johnny was there, uh, but Leno came backstage and he's like, how you doing? I had bags under my eyes. I was panicked. I didn't want to do it. I said, listen, man, I'm, I'm afraid. I don't want to, you know, I'm nervous. I'm, he's like, what are you afraid of? I go, I'm going to forget my stuff and this and that. And I remember he was the greatest. He's like, hey, don't worry about it. You know, we'll, we'll stop. We'll stop the tapes and, and and do it again. I go, well, it's a live show. He goes, yeah, but we don't air to 11, you know, whatever. So he goes, you can, you can mess up. Don't you're going to be fine. We'll do everything. We'll walk you through it. And it was the great. He calmed me down. And uh, I got through it. Who who are you mistaken for? Right now? Does the any, big show probably? I don't know. Does um, anybody come up and say, aren't you Jason Statham? Pavar- Pavarotti? No. <laughs> no, not Statham. Wait, you mean the new look with this look, what I'm going yeah, for? Yeah. Are you, are you going for Jason Statham look? I would love that. That's actually a good idea. I don't think it's too complimentary of Jason Statham, <laughs> but I, uh, yeah, if Jason Statham lost everything, I guess, and lived the rest of his life on a boat and ate nothing but dominoes. But it looks like you're down on your luck, Kev. I mean, in that room, there's, there's nothing in the room. Like it yeah. looks kind of sad. Yeah. Do you want me to show you around? Yeah. Like well, that's, yeah, I mean, this. Do, do, you, do you have a People's Choice Award in there or anything like that? I mean, no, there's no, there's nothing. No, no. Is everything okay? Is everything okay? I didn't want to go into this. I mean, I didn't <laughs> know we were going this way with everything, but uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, thoughts and prayers for you here. I, I just, yes, <laughs> yes. Well, I'm going with the minimalist life, you know, I thinking less is more. No furniture in there. It looks like somebody's been, like, kids have been scribbling on the walls or something. Does that look like scribbling? This chair doesn't even have a bottom. I'm actually just <laughs> squatting right now. I'm, if I showed you, yeah. Yeah. I'm in full sumo squat right now. Well, the movie comes out Friday, January 28th, and uh, you can see Kevin James be an NFL, well, sort of an NFL head coach, to uh, to 12-year-olds. It's uh, called Home Team. Hey, it's great to catch up with you, and uh, DP, congrats on the movie. And thank you, and thank you for your part. That's all I'm going to say. You were great. Just, you were wonderful. Just, I don't want to – yes, I understand. I, I was going to say that I was, but I, I'm glad you said it. I appreciate it, yes. Kevin. You're amazing. You're amazing in the movie. I'm not even kidding. I'm not even kidding because when, when when we got it back from uh, editing, they sent me the scene. So I'm going to say, and it's nothing major what you're doing. I'm just saying that, but you made it major, which was, and I meant that. I called Sandler immediately. I go, this this guy's getting incredible. <laughs> he's getting, he's just getting better and better. Honestly, each movie you do, you're amazing. Thank you. Kevin, thank you. Good luck. Thanks, bud. I appreciate buddy. it. That's Kevin James. Movie comes out tomorrow called Home Team. I have a little cameo there. I don't want to say that I stole the scene, but I have to play myself. Oh. I know. That's the bummer. I, I love to disappear into a role, like totally immerse myself, like De Niro did, you know, Taxi Driver, like all of the great actors, where you just say, wow, who is that? 
Oh, that's De Niro. Uh, that's Christian Bale. That's Brando. Oh, that's Dan Patrick. Like when I played Abe Lincoln, I mean, people thought like they that I was really Abe Lincoln. You know, that's what was amazing. Yes, he, he's sort of uh, like the guy from Succession who uh, it just gets so deep in his roles oh. that he it just takes over his whole life. Yes, Paulie. I was kind of hoping you'd play like uh, the Saints special teams coach or something like that. Mm. With a visor and a <laughs> clipboard. That would have been a good role. Maybe I could have played Greg Williams, the mm. defensive coordinator who brought about Bounty mm. Gate. You've had a few bounties on people over the Yes, day. I have. Uh, I, I still can, have some bounties I can name there. them if you want. I have some now. There's no need to do that. <laughs> uh, they're, they're outstanding. Yes, they are. They're outstanding and they're outstanding. David in Phoenix. Hi, David. What's on your mind? Hey, Dan. Um, real quick, I think this would be a good pool question. What is the over-under on Seaton and the French kids' citations on their journey? Ooh, ooh. Uh, the French kid, and thank you, David, the French kid has gone across country a couple of times. I think he's savvy. He's a savvy traveler there. Do you know that, Seaton? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. And I've been in the car with him before, too. You would never get in the car with McLovin. I've done that as well. Yeah, that, yeah and that's you, not that, a pleasant experience. No, no. You have to sign a waiver when you get in his car in case something happens. Yeah, Paul. Did the French kid go cross-country voluntarily? Was he extradited from, like, a state? <laughs> no, he went cross-country voluntarily. All right. Yeah, he was helping some people move. But, uh, yeah. So he's a, he's a savvy traveler. Uh, one more phone call in here, and then we'll uh, take a break. Zach in Ohio. Hi, Zach. What's on your mind? Hey, Dan, what's up? Hey, Zach. 60170. Hey, look, so I know you severed all ties as a sports fan, but what are, what are Joe Shiesty and the Bengals doing to make you rethink this choice? Oh, it's just fun to watch. I'm happy for the people of Cincinnati, but as I've told you before, and thank you, Zach, I, I just don't root anymore. When I, when I went to ESPN, I was a national sportscaster. I didn't think it was fair to be rooting for a team. And that's how I was taught that you can't be a Bengal fan and then do a story on the Steelers without somebody saying, well, he's a Bengal fan. If I'm saying something negative about the Steelers and it was difficult because we grow up, you want to live and die with your, your team. And, and I don't have that. And I do miss that. Uh, will I be disappointed if the Bengals don't win? Yeah, I will. But it's for the people of Cincinnati because I know what it's been like. Where you're, oh, the bungles. Like, I, I know that feeling. Got lifelong friends who've had tickets. Go there. And, you know, they every year, it's kind of that same feeling. And the Bengals have gone to two Super Bowls and lost to Joe Montana in dramatic fashion. But this is a, there's positives there. You got your quarterback. That's the first thing. You got your wide receiver. You got a good running back. Like, those are the building blocks here. And they have that. Do I think they'll win? I don't. But the, the fact that they're in the AFC title game is really a remarkable story. We'll take a break. Is Sean Payton going to take a break from coaching? Or is he maybe, maybe? I'll just leave it at that. Take a break. Back with Sean Payton after this. And now a message from Discover about real rewards. If you're a loyal credit card customer, you should be rewarded for your loyalty preferably with something you actually want, something you can actually use, something like Cashback Match. Discover matches all the cash back you've earned at the end of your first year automatically, dollar for dollar, because when it comes to rewards, 
You can't go wrong with cashback. Finally, rewards that make sense. Discover. Exceptionally common sense. Learn more at discover.com slash match. Limitations apply. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Don't miss every medal, every moment of the Winter Olympics beginning February 3rd on NBC and Peacock. This program brought to you by the great folks at Mercedes-Benz. Mercedes-Benz vans go far beyond from their customization options, cutting edge check. Five-star sales service financial support crew. Mercedes-Benz vans build equipped, engineered to be ready for anything. Go the extra mile, taking the all-important first step into an authorized dealership today. Sean Payton, former Saints head coach. Does that sound strange to hear? Actually, it's the first time uh, I heard that, and it, it sounded a little odd, yes. When, um, did, when did you realize, though, that you were getting close to a decision about stepping away from the Saints? I think probably the latter part of the season. Um, and when we finished, you always try to kind of avoid, you know, something like that when it's raw, right when the season's over with. And, you know, I spent a couple of days, I, I spoke with Mickey, our general manager, Mrs. Benson. And, and then, uh, you know, typically a staff has a week off after the season before you start on the senior bowl and the scouting. And, and so we all kind of had that vacation. And, but I, I'd say, honestly, the last, the last part of the season, um, there wasn't one game. There wasn't one specific moment. It, it, it just felt uh, like this was going to be the time. Who tried to talk you out of this? Well, Mickey, who's a dear friend, uh, our, our GM and I spoke for an hour and a half. Um, this, was the, this was right after the season ended. So this is, you know, the week prior to the wild card round. He was good. I mean, he understood it. We've been together, two of us, 16 years. Mrs. Benson was the one that really w- was – adamant you know that i take a week away and and um and don't give her an early decision um and then outside of that you know dennis lausha our president the same way um you know both my kids were were all ears you know they really wanted to be supportive and and you know they, they there's a you know, we, it's we've heard burnout before i i don't know that it's that but it, it, when you're someplace for 16 years 15 seasons um you know, over a period of time that you're you're uh, you're almost ready for another challenge, and you don't know. The thing about it is that there was a week or two leading up to this, and then at the at the point where I stepped away, there was this discussion that hey, he's going to go into TV, and I'd like to do that, and yet I hadn't heard from anybody. You know, you know, there was this. Well, he's already, <laughs> done. and I'm like, <laughs> ouch. Kind of hard to go in if nobody's asking you to come in, no Sean. No one's asking. So, <laughs> I fortunately the the day of uh, after the press conference, um, we received a number of calls, and but it, you know, there's every once in a while, I think it's all right to step outside, be a little uncomfortable, and in, in uh, and I think that that had a lot to do with it. Do you want to do studio, or would you like to be part of a game broadcast? That's a great question. I, I don't. I don't know. Uh, honestly, I'd like maybe some expert to say this is what I think you should do. Um, because I have no idea. Well, 
here's the here's the problem. And and Drew ran into this in the playoff game that he did. Like you got to be to the point. You got twenty seconds, fifteen seconds. Yeah. You got you have a play clock, you know that you had have to adhere to. Yeah. Can you do that? Can you compartmentalize? Say something that is going to be tangent to what's going on. Get the hell out of the way. Let the play develop. Now, what did you just see that we didn't see? And yeah, I think so. Um, absolutely. I had, I had a guy in a production meeting this year from one of the networks asked me to. Uh, Hey, when you're taking us through this, take us through it like you were you were helping our moms or explaining it to our mothers, mm. you know, where everyone can understand. And I and I think that in in a year where we lost probably the best to ever do it relative to the masses in John Madden, you know, when John, there's generations that think of John either as a coach that wasn't me, an announcer that was me. And then the, certainly the Madden game, which is my son. Um, he had a, a, a great way um, in 10 seconds or even less than that to say, hey, they, they pushed harder here, and that's why they gained three yards. Yeah, it, it's, it seems simple, but it's not. And, and the great ones, you know, Romo does an unbelievable job. Collinsworth does an unbelievable job. Troy does. It's you got to see it say it, get out of the way, and let, yeah. let your play-by-play voice call the action. Now you have to clean up the mess right after that of why it happened or, you know, it didn't happen. Yeah, absolutely. And sometimes what I observe from afar is, and, and with all of the, the guys you just mentioned, um, I, I've done some some studio work before a Super Bowl or studio on set work before a, uh, whatever a playoff round, and you, you have your topic, and and you know the the person in charge is the one that's really directing traffic. They they've got a hard job. We all wait for our little point. You know they they throw us the pass, and and we shoot we shoot a shot, and and we, then we root for that to happen in the game. And, and then when it doesn't happen in the game, the coaches are all messed up. Why didn't that happen? I predicted it. Um, and so, yeah, I, I think sometimes I would guess one of the bigger mistakes would be uh, we're not getting paid by the work. Yes. Like sometimes it's right there for us to watch. And, uh, and, and you see that. You know what's interesting? I think one of the better compliments would be, I can't recall who called the game. I, my dad used to say, you know, a uh, uh, sign of someone that was well-dressed, you couldn't remember what he wore. But we can certainly remember when we don't like what we hear. Well, it's like an umpire in baseball. If I don't know your yeah. name, you probably had a pretty good game. Uh, we're talking to uh, Sean <laughs> right. Payton, the former Saints head coach. I was curious about the state of the Saints and the role that that played in your decision salary cap issues you don't have a franchise quarterback you don't know what's happening with michael thomas you somehow squeezed nine wins out of this roster which was amazing but what role did that play in you deciding that you wanted to step away you know i I, i've been asked that question but i would i would say it it had little to do with this decision And, and here's where i'm going we had 58 – we were the first team to ever have 58 starters in a season. That, that was a record. So the prior record was 57. That team, I'm not sure who won three games. 
there was somebody that had 56 that won five games. Um, we won nine games with with 58 starters, and we won because our defense is playing at, at an outstanding level. Um, we didn't turn the ball over offensively. And, and granted, we, we played four different quarterbacks, but we're built through the offensive line. Mike Thomas will be coming back off an injury. And, and we have a, a salary cap issue, but we had that same cap issue in a different – even in a more dramatic fashion heading into last season. Then you look at our division because you want to win and you look at Carolina and then you look at Atlanta and I'm, well, I'm okay with that. And then you look over at Tampa Bay and man, there's going to be some shuffling of the guard there. They won the division, but they didn't beat us. Um, so I, I think, yeah, I, there's no utopia when you walk into one of these jobs and then, me leaving, I don't think, Dan, I don't think it was it was because of the current – I would say that almost was a, was something that was weighing with me because you don't get a defense like this yeah. often. You know, it took a long time. Yeah. How many teams have reached out to you? Not one. Nobody. <laughs> the networks – well, they, they, they would have to reach out to the Saints – and, and look, you you know this. You can have a backdoor. Hey, would you have any interest? Um, that's happened maybe with a couple a couple clubs, but I, I'm not I'm not looking at that path right now. I at some point I, I don't think I'm finished coaching, but um, I was excited to to get two or three calls and texts from from people in the television industry. But you have had teams back channel third party. Uh, the two. And and when I say that, if I guess, will you tell me? Yeah, you you no because there's only <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. You said yes. If I no, okay. when I say that, all I'm saying is somebody who's close to someone. But man, you'd be really good here. Um, it, this is this is only we're 24 or 48 hours removed from it, and that's not my plan. Um, my my plan is for someone to tell me we think you'd be good at play by or not play by play, but in game analysis or in studio. We think you'd be good at this, and uh, we'd like you to to come try it. And I'd be excited because there's a part of you that also wants to um, to listen and learn again, and and not be the one directing. Just how can I be great at some at something different than coaching, and then teach me. The Bears and the Cowboys. No, no. Oh, oh, That's where it's not. <laughs> oh, for, oh, okay. All right. Well, here's the other thing, Sean. You can't master it in one year. If right. you're, you're going to do this, you know, you, you have to go all in and do it. Because Jason and, and, Witten wasn't ready to do this. He, 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 needed to, he needed other reps to maybe get to a certain point. But if you're going to commit to this, then you got to look at it and say, I'm committed for two years, three years. Because if I'm hiring you and, and it's going to be in a booth, I, you know, studio or interchangeable. But in a booth, you're calling a game. And if you're there with Joe Buck for Fox, then I want to know you want to be there. And we, we develop. Uh, and, and even, you know, Jim Nance said this to us earlier in the week. This was the first game he did with Tony Romo where he thought, the five years we've been together that we, we, we called our best game and they're among the elite to ever do it. 
But that's the yeah. commitment you're going to have to make. No, I I understand, and I I think that's kind of exciting. I I, I said, look, I might coach again because I don't want to say I'm never doing this, and then someday somebody say, well, this is what he told us. I thought, you know, that happens so often with coaches that um, when Madden left after ten years, my understanding was he was pursued twice, you know, and then and then finally took that job with CBS. And, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't think it's possible to dabble in something like that. And it's not possible for me to dabble in anything. And, and, um, and I've, I've, listened, I've, I've watched these progressions and these hires, and I would, I would say I agree with you with, with, with what you're saying. Witten didn't have a great surrounding cast either. But interesting to watch Tony's – because the one thing that, that – that's apparent is until that individual's on camera for a game or two, it's hard to predict how they're going to be and how the television's going to receive them. Like, you, you know, it, it's probably a little bit like a first round pick or a second round pick. We think we've got a vision, and yet I'm sure there have been a lot of misses. And then I'm sure there have been some other ones that, Wow, this guy was better than we ever expected. Yeah, it's that ability to be able to predict what's going to happen. And and it helps being a quarterback, uh, you know, with, with Peyton doing it or Romo doing that, that, that you're aware that, hey, you do your homework. If you were coaching against this team, like sure. that, that's, that's your process probably is like, this is what we always prepared for. This is what they like to do. Yeah. This is what I would be called. Like those are the kind of things where you can rely on all of those years of being a, a, a head coach and assistant coach. Yeah. It, 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 look, exactly. Because when I watch a game, which isn't often, but when you watch a game in a television manner, last weekend was a great weekend of football. You're thinking situationally 13 seconds this is what we're going to have to do to win this game on defense. Or you're thinking, how the hell did that happen? How the hell? Now I'm asking you as an analyst, yeah, how the well, hell did the, the chiefs do that in 13 seconds? They did it because defensively Buffalo played outside, outside technique in a zone coverage, defending the sidelines. The problem was Kansas city had timeouts and you can't do that when a team has timeouts. So every receiver entered entered the defensive backfield with free access, particularly their better receivers, and it, and it just can't happen. And it didn't, you know. There's a there's a four man rush, but they're protecting the sidelines when Kansas City didn't need to get to the sidelines. Yeah. Kansas City could go anywhere they wanted. That's good, but I would I would have cut that down to about 15 seconds, and you would have you would have squeezed it in there. You're, we're, you know. We're, so then, ask me the the end of the Cowboys game, and let me see if I can do this better. Okay. Uh, what did the Cowboys do wrong in this situation? Well, look, they're trying to get in field. They're trying to get in touchdown range, and they ran a draw. We typically would throw a pass and down down. Ultimately. I think two further, two more steps for for Dak. Uh, he's got to slide a little quicker. He's up. Ball has to go to the umpire. Then let's go. Um, we can never hand the ball to the center. Okay, I like that. You got to speak in fifteen second sound bites. You you, you should actually yeah. practice this. You know, if somebody yep, asks like you it. a question, 
give them 15 seconds and, and have that clock in your head. You know, if, if pizza is delivered, 15 seconds, that's it. Drew like Brees it. calls you, 15 seconds per answer. <laughs> what are you going to do all day today? Well, I've got a list. Um, I've got uh, I've got to do some packing. Um, I'm actually moving into another um, house here in New Orleans. Um, from so you, one to you're going to stay there in New Orleans? We're, well, yeah. I mean, I'm going to have a presence here. We'll always have a presence here. And, and we're moving in from a bigger house into a, 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 a like a condominium development. So I've got a, a number of things I've got to do relative to packing. Um, I'm going to stop there because I'm at 15 seconds. Okay, that's good. That's good. And you got a movie tomorrow night that comes or tomorrow comes out on Netflix. I, you know, I've, I've been asked so much about it, and I'm all, I'm really excited for for that group for Adam Sandler and his his team and Chris Titone, who is my daughter's boyfriend. Um, I've I've had zero input in in I've helped them with the story. Uh, I've got a small little cameo, and I'm excited like you are just to watch it, put it on, and, and see what it see what it looks like. It, you know, it sounds like it's going to be funny and, and along the lines of uh, the Bad News Bears. Um, and what I say in my cameo, just so you know, I don't believe what I said. Okay, I'm an actor because I I was a little critical about you and your ego. Ah, I got it. I. So, well, I'm a janitor in this movie. And so as a janitor, I'm not going to be offended about what you say about Kevin James playing Sean Payton. Exactly. Right. Um, could we get the visor from your last game? Yeah. We'd, you know, we'd like to put it in the man cave if I could. I like it. I, I will make sure, and, and I know where it's at. Um, we will send that to you. That. Might not be the last visor you wear as a head coach in the NFL. Well, I, yeah, there's a chance. Look, if if this television thing goes well, and I don't think they're going to want me in a visor. <laughs> Maybe the first game you wear a visor. Just to let them know you're is, coaching. You know, you pay attention to all these things, and Romo and Nance have the matching CBS suits, yeah. and then certainly – um, Buck and Aikman go a certain direction, and then uh, NBC. Everyone's got their own little, yeah, their own little twist to it. It, it. it is interesting to watch, and it's it's those first two weekends, wild card or divisional round, where one of the networks has two games, and you get. And I don't want to say this in any, but you get the other team. And you're watching a playoff game, and you're like, hey, why do I have the other team? It's a playoff game. And you, you, you understand that, obviously, that they've got two games. Uh, good luck with this. And if I can help, let me know. You know I appreciate it. Yeah. I, uh, I appreciate our friendship and working relationship, too, all, all through these years. Thank you, Sean. Uh, we appreciate it. Good luck. All right. Uh, Thank uh, you. Sean Payton, the former Saints head coach. We'll take a break. Back after this. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. He's Mike Harmon. I'm Dan Byer. We have a brand new fantasy football podcast called I Want Your Flex 
twice a week, every Tuesday and Friday, we come up with new episodes to not only look back at what happened, what you need to do at that minute, and also look ahead of what's coming up in the fantasy football world. That's right, Dan. Every week, we're going to scour the waiver wire to find the pickups to turbo boost your fantasy lineup, sits, starts, fantasy football players' rankings to get you ready to dominate the competition. Listen to I Want Your Flex with Mike Carmen and me, Dan Beyer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts. It's been an interesting day here when you think about a couple of new head coaches, Broncos hiring the Packers offensive coordinator, Bears got their new head coach, Dan Quinn staying as defensive coordinator for the Cowboys, Sean Payton saying two teams reached out, but not the Cowboys and not the Bears, at least not officially. But I think uh, he said you got to go through the Saints because you'd have to make a trade for Sean Payton if he decides that he wants to continue to coach. We reached out to Jim Cantori, the uh, great meteorologist at the Weather Channel. He's going to scout out the trip <laughs> weather-wise. I know. I thought it would be important that Seton knows what the weather is going to be like. And uh, Jim Cantori will join us on loan from the Weather Channel tomorrow to help you through each of the cities you're going through. That's perfect because we got the bomb cyclone coming in this weekend or whatever. Yes, it's supposed to get blasted here in the Northeast. And can you get out to Cincinnati? Mm. Cincinnati normally gets what we get in Connecticut a day before. But uh, hopefully uh, the conditions will be ripe for you and the French kid to get on the road. Yes, Paul. And as always, Seton, if Jim Cantori is in the town you're driving through, get the hell out. Yes, yes. Solid advice. Yeah. If Cantori goes, well, I'm going to be in Memphis, and then you go, oh, we're going <laughs> to we're going to move past Memphis here. Uh, but you know what, though, I'll tell you what: if we do get stuck somehow in some crazy blizzard or snowstorm, uh, that van is where you want to be stuck because that thing is rad. Oh, I know. But I think there's a shower in there. But I think it's a shower for one with you and the French. Oh, <laughs> oh, that's too bad. Not anymore. It's not. <laughs> you, we'll put that to the test. Yeah. <laughs> we'll tell you if it's a shower of one. <laughs> uh, Rick in South Carolina. Hey, Rick, what's on your mind? Hey, well, almost the greatest setup and answer ever about the Cowboys last call. If he would have just answered, well, the problem here, Jen, is they got the wrong coach. But I called just to say, if you want to borrow this for the shirt, okay. is have Joe Burrow with the cigar, smoking Joe. There you go, right there. All right. It. All right. Thank you, Rick. I like that better than, you know, Joe Cool. That's Joe, that's Joe Montana. No? Just, just saying. Yeah, he uh, wants all the smoke. Yeah. Joe from Jersey. Hi, Joe. What's on your mind? Hey, good morning, gentlemen. Hi. Thanks for having me, Dan. I think I had the answer for... Joe Burrow. Okay. It's Joe time. All right. It's Joe time. I like that better than Joe Cool. Joe time. It's, it's Joe time. It's Joe time. I, I still like Joe Ohio, but I don't, <laughs> I don't know why. It's, Joe Ohio Burrow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Tim in Texas. Hi, Tim. What's on your mind? Hey, bud. Up. Hey. Up. Uh, <laughs> a very soft 190. Soft. Soft. So, a couple things, Danny. I've got uh, some fun stuff, and then I do have a question at the end. I'm going to leave you with. Okay. Okay. On this Emmy Award nominated program, I uh, think that I can do you a favor here. All right. All right. So, what do you, well, first of all, have you seen the movie Convoy, Dan? Maybe. That's back in the 70s. 
That's Christofferson at his best. So they link up and they drive basically across the country. So how many cars do you think it would take to earn this show an Emmy? How many people linking up from all across the United (laughs) States, driving along? I'm thinking there could be some uh, shoe polish on the windows. Uh, You know, there's a lot we could do there. Okay, so toss that around if you would. And then because I do think you're the greatest interviewer uh, of all time, I'm going to leave you with a question, and let's see if uh, we can answer it. So here we go. Do you think the Dan Patrick Show has been blackballed? And why do you think you haven't won an Emmy yet? Thank you. Thank you. Um, I I have no control. The the Emmys have no control. These are the voters who vote for it. These are people in the media. The the Emmy people love us. They want us to actually do a show for them. It's the people who vote. It's whatever they see that they like, they don't like. But I I tell the Danettes, as much as I want to win a sports Emmy for the show... I just want to make sure we get nominated every year because then then we're because we're competing with Sports Center, you know, ba- you know, baseball tonight or Major League Baseball. I mean, these are these are shows that have probably 50 to 100 people working on them. We sometimes have 12 at most. I mean, I'm I'm proud of what we do and how we do it. And, you know, that to be part of Sports Center and win a Sports Emmy was nice, but to be part of this and win a Sports Emmy, uh, that would be one of the the highlights of my career. What did we learn on the program, uh, Todd? I'm going to start with you. Back left. You referring to Sean Payton as former Saints head coach is the first time he heard that. Admits it does sound odd to him. Yeah, Seton O'Connor. What did you learn today? Fifteen seconds. Yeah, you've got fifteen seconds. Yes, that's what you have to do. You got to get in, say something, get out. Paulie, what did you learn? I'm giving Fritzy MVD of the week. Nice job getting Sean Payton. Up. Oh, you know what? That's good work. Thanks, boys. You worked. You worked hard on that last two nights, late night. Uh, Todd, what did I learn on today's award-nominated program? Kevin James almost canceled doing stand-up on The Tonight Show with Jay Leno because he was having a panic attack about performing live and forgetting all his material. Hey, rocket scientists, look no further than the next big thinker, first-in-class technology, a leader in innovation. And intelligence not yet seen from an SUV, the 2021 Mercedes-Benz GLE. Learn more, MBUSA.com. Mercedes-Benz, the best or nothing. A lot of fun. Do it again tomorrow. A meet Friday. Talk to you then. One more item as we close out the show. M-Drive, you can hear it in my voice. I've done an entire show. Yes, even at my age. A lot of energy. Ready to do this every single day. M-Drive Boost and Burn, the daily supplement for driven guys. Helps you shed the holiday weight. Not that I needed to, but you uh, also get energy to crush your fitness goals. And also, you make a small change that you can do every single morning, accomplish every single morning, and start your day off right. That New Year's resolution, it always feels so big. Oh my gosh, I'm going to change my life around. Well, just make a small change. M-Drive Boost and Burn. You can go to mdrivedan.com. Free shipping, 60-day money-back guarantee. Or you can pick it up at Walgreens, Rite Aid, or Vitamin Shop. New Year's resolutions don't work. Make the small changes today that will lead to a lasting impact throughout the year. Try M-Drive Boost and Burn to lose weight, get more energy, and perform at your very best. Don't let age beat you. Visit mdrivedan.com.